Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. Welcome on into the Wolverine.com podcast. Clayton Safey along with Chris Ballas and Anthony Broom here on a Thursday afternoon. As always, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like the video, smash that thumbs up button, hit the subscribe button as well. We just surpassed 21,000 subscribers on YouTube, so we appreciate everybody out there. I believe that is market leading, uh, so we thank all the Michigan fans that have followed us over here. And, of course, head to TheWolverine.com for all of your Michigan football, basketball, recruiting updates, intel, discussion on our message board. You can sign up, become a premium subscriber right now, $29.99 for about the next eight, nine months until football season. So go and do that right now, as you see it on the screen there for the YouTube people. So that's over at TheWolverine.com. We'll talk a little football, get into basketball as well. Big game tonight for the Wolverines against number one, Purdue. Um, but we'll start with what's been a little bit more quiet. And I know the Michigan coaching staff, including Jim Harbaugh, has been on the road a little bit this week as well, but still searching for a Matt Weiss replacement to coach quarterbacks, potentially coordinate uh, the pass game. And one name that you know we threw out there last week that has continued to stay in the mix is Kirk Campbell, analyst uh, who's been on the staff and it's really impressed some people behind the scenes there. Uh, but some other names as well. And then as we continue to note, Chris, I remember the Mike McDonald hire. And I remember you texting us at like midnight a couple years ago and being like, hey, I think this is going to be the guy. Uh, and then you put something up and then we wake up and next thing you know, that was the guy. So, yeah, um, you know, there could be something like that that could come out of nowhere. You know, maybe we'll hear about it again before the, the, the fact. But, um, you know, that's something to keep an eye on as well. There could be some sort of name because Jim Harbaugh, uh, can work in mysterious ways. And it seems like with those uh, Ravens guys, right, they kind of keep that close to the vest between him and his brother, uh, just in case, say, hey, it doesn't work out. You don't want to embarrass somebody, you know. Right. So maybe with T. Martin, um, that's what's going to happen here, you know, because we've heard the name, but the, the Baltimore sources are the ones that get really good information on that. And people are being very quiet on that end. And we've got a couple of, of guys that are very plugged in who really know what's going on. And they said, yeah, something seems to be, to be up there. So we do think he's a candidate. So um, Jimmy Doherty's name, we continue to hear. And, and obviously Kirk Campbell, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it were Kirk Campbell. And as, as we reported the other day, uh, JJ McCarthy and Davis Warren, uh, Michigan's backup quarterback really like him. So, and uh, maybe that goes a long way. You know, if Jim Harbaugh says, Hey, um, you know what, what do you guys want? And he, and he listens to them. We obviously know how much he likes his players and uh, their opinions. So we'll see what happens, but um it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting, fellas. Uh, you know they want to get it wrapped up before spring ball. They want somebody to get out there and start recruiting and start uh, and hit the ground running. So uh, it won't take too long, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know if there's much more to add on it than that. Uh, we we covered where it was on Monday. It doesn't seem like a whole lot has changed. Maybe maybe some things have cooled down on a few names here, but uh, remain in this holding pattern, uh, which is not quite the holding pattern that the last few weeks were in terms of the will they or won't they stuff with Jim Harbaugh. And, and mind you, we're still waiting on that contract thing to be sorted out as well. But uh, 
Yeah, it's the sooner the better. Uh, they're they're in, I believe, about to wrap up their second week of winter conditioning. We expect they'd pick up. Uh, we don't know what the spring football schedule is yet, but uh, sometime in February that will get going, and you want to start having those pl- things in place and um, you know get off. Finally, have everyone in the same direction going into this twenty twenty four recruiting class, where you can turn your attention to the quarterback recruiting and and finishing with a higher class than they did. Uh, this past cycle. So as far as that goes, I mean, yeah, whoever it winds up being uh, at this point with the names that are out there, I, I don't know that anyone can speak definitively saying that a, one hire would be bad while the other isn't. I mean, there are guys that have more experience. There are also guys like Kirk Campbell who are liked in the building. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. And as far as timeline, um, if you look at a year ago and even, the year before that, when it was like a few days before spring ball, they bring in Matt Weiss. They move Ron Bellamy over to defense. Um, and then last year, you make a few changes, promoting Sharon Moore and Matt Weiss. You move Grant Newsom into the on-field staff. Uh, you move Jay Harbaugh over to defense. That was only, I think, about two weeks before spring ball started. So um, not saying it's going to drag out that long because I think uh, the timeline's a little bit accelerated here because you saw Mike McDonald leave a little bit later last year when you had to replace him with Jesse Minter. But um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see that, uh, unconfirmed, but have kind of heard a rumbling that spring ball will start around, uh, the week of February 20th, which I believe is a Monday if I have my dates correct. And then they'll go a week, have spring break. And then, uh, which they did a year ago as well, where they started out and then had spring break off and then pick back up and end around early April because Michigan is that, uh, the winter semester is just so early uh, compared to some other schools. So they'll be done with school by mid April, but, uh, that'll be interesting to watch. And then the spring game will be, uh, will be coming up as well. Uh, second thing on the football side of things is something that we've talked about. And you know, maybe the coaching staff is listening to the podcast guys. I mean, uh, you know, we're saying, Hey, we we look at this roster. So the transfer portal closes. So you kind of know who's going to be here at least for spring. The NFL uh, draft declaration deadline has passed as well. So you know who's going to be on the roster. And if you look at it, and Anthony, you wrote a good article the other day about maybe some holes, not holes, but you know some places where you could maybe bring somebody in on the roster. And corner has been the one we've really pointed to since early January when you know both Jamon Green and DJ Turner decided to move on. Uh, it does look like there has been – and there's you got to imp- – point this out too there's not many guys available right now in the portal over half committed um and and there are going to be some that now you know they can't enroll right away so that's going to be something to watch too especially with michigan being past that that uh add drop date um but davison igbinison and i do apologize if i'm butchering that name out of Ole miss who was a four-star top 200 recruit uh, a couple years ago and then was a freshman all-american this past year playing in the defensive backfield for Chris Partridge, former Michigan assistant at Ole Miss. Um, Freshman All-America, college football news, he had 37 tackles, five pass breakups. Um, You know, so this is a talented kid who made an impact right away in the SEC uh, that it seems like Michigan is is trying to go after. According to On3, he's the third best available overall player in the transfer portal, second best available corner. Um, and it would be a nice ad because, you know, we talk about they got to develop guys and I, they are. And Steve Klinkscale does a great job. But, um, hey, if there is a guy out there that could come in and provide some immediate help and has more experience than anyone except Will Johnson, I think you you say you go ahead and do it. 
And it's he's tight with Chris Partridge, who recruited yeah. him. Chris Partridge is, is on good terms with Jim Harbaugh after leaving. Jim, of course, gave him his first opportunity, and Chris Partridge is available. So everybody's assuming that he's going to go where Chris Partridge goes, right? So, uh, which is leading people to assume that Chris Partridge is coming back to Michigan, which we haven't heard. But um, I will say that. Uh, it doesn't hurt. That relationship doesn't hurt Michigan and the need. Uh, it's certainly there's a, a, an open opportunity there, though. Now, at the same time, uh, with, you know, pay to play, I guess we'll call it. We can call it NIL, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, is Michigan going to be a player there? We've seen them have success in the portal for guys who aren't as interested in just getting a paycheck to go somewhere. So guys at that age, the guys allow, they want to win, right? They want to go into the right situations for them and be prepped. Uh, Steve Klingscale is as good as anybody in the country, in my opinion, at, at coaching cornerbacks and secondary. So why wouldn't you want to go play for him? So that's what encourages me about that. To see a guy like that next to Will Johnson, and I think Michigan will, will put together a nice secondary either way with Will Johnson on one side. Kind of reminds me back in the day of when you had on Andre Weathers playing across from Charles Woodson. You know, you're going to be picked on, but you can get some help over there. And Andre Weathers was a great player in his own right, too. So they'll if somebody will emerge, whether it's Jaden McBurrows or somebody like that. Maybe Mikey Sainra still moves over to the corner spot and they put somebody else at nickel. So, but uh, they'll have options. And this kid, though, uh, anxious to see and hear more about him because I think that'd be a great fit. Yeah, and and it helps, too, when we talk have this conversation about the cornerbacks that – Will Johnson, I think by the end of uh, this past season, was already Michigan's best quarterback. And and you uh, now you look to another spring of conditioning and work and just improvements he makes on his own. When you have a guy that's that's talent that, that is that talented that can take away an entire half of the field on his own, you can kind of scheme over any you know I guess deficiencies if you want to call them. I'm not saying that the, the guys like Jaden McBurrows, like Miles My- Pollard. Maybe Mike Sainer still, I still see him staying at nickel, but um, not saying those guys aren't capable, but we just haven't seen him play. And I think the transfer portal conversation is more about knowing you have a known commodity. Uh, it's the same philosophy that led them to bringing in, you know, at least two potential starting offensive linemen and maybe three through the portal this past cycle. So again, uh, you want to be able to, develop your own guys, but that's, I, I suspect again, there are some big names out there at corner with uh, the kid from Ole Miss that we just talked about. I believe Jaheim Singletary is still available. Haven't really heard anything on him, Uh, but the ad drop period does make it weird for some of these guys that haven't committed yet. So I suspect that Michigan will probably ride this out through spring football. And then you have that window from May 1st to May 15th, where guys can put their name in. I think if there's movement there at that position, I kind of feel like it will be in that window. But once upon a time, Jamon Green came from nowhere to be a a cornerback and a a guy that played a lot on this roster. And same with DJ Turner. So I don't doubt that they have guys that could do it. Um, Maybe even a dark horse for that might be Jire Hill as a freshman. But again, uh, if you have a known commodity and, and it's a fit, that's certainly an area where I could see them making a run at someone still. Yeah, Jaheim Singletary listed as the number one available corner uh, in the transfer portal, according to On3. Uh, Michigan did offer him and recruit him originally. I don't think he wants to come north, though, uh, would be an issue there. Um, but, yeah, uh, I agree, with, especially on Igbinison. And there's a guy, Miles Pollard, who I don't know if we've named him. I've actually seen him a couple times over the last few days uh, just around town. He's he's looking all right. I mean, I saw him at Frida Batitas yesterday. Lululemon? Um, 
Frida Batidas. Oh, I thought you said Lululemon. I'm sorry. Oh no, around town. Um, so I know, I know what you said. <laughs> oh, okay. Lulu's okay. great. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. Continue. Um, so yeah, he, he's another name as well. And you, you mentioned Mike Sainer still. I don't love it with his size, but Steve Klinkskill talks about how he cross trains all of these guys and. There, it's definitely something I would think you, you would look at in the spring, especially when you can experiment a little bit more. But uh, that'll be something to watch for sure. Um, let's get into basketball in just a second. It is basketball season. There isn't a better way to enjoy watching your favorite team than by playing daily fantasy with our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the simplest form of real money daily fantasy sports and just pits you against the numbers. At Prize Picks, you aren't competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Whether you're a fantasy sports nut or a casual fan looking to add some excitement to the games, Prize Picks is the perfect game for you. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf. Euro basketball, cricket, my personal favorite, and many more. Uh, it's the best way to have action on the games in states like Michigan, Kentucky, Alabama, Florida, Texas, Georgia, and over 70% of the United States. Prize Picks is currently operational in over 30 states and Canada, not Ontario. You simply select two to five players and predict if they will go more or less than their Prize Picks projection, and you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. We have a special deal for you. Uh, this week, I'm going to stick with cricket as I normally, I'm just kidding. Uh, I have some games, uh, or I have some picks for the Michigan Purdue game tonight. I'm going to go with Hunter Dickinson, more than 16 and a half points and Fletcher lawyer starting guard for Purdue less than 12 and a half. I like Kobe Bufkin to maybe, uh, maybe throw him off his game just a little bit. Um, any picks from you gentlemen, uh, this week? Amazingly, I picked those two guys as well, but I went really? Hunter Dickinson less than the 16 and a half. And I agree with you on, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be tough for him. Tough sledding in there um, against deck. He, he can't post up on this guy. So he's got to hit some threes, you know, he's got to do some stuff outside and uh, we'll see. Uh, and then I do, uh, I agree with you on lawyer. I think that they're going to lock him up. And um, so uh, that's, where, that's where we, that's where we are. Yeah, uh, did the whole read about how it's basketball season, and I'm going to be sticking with football this week. Uh, for those of you over great the next, weekend of football, yeah. <laughs> great week, the best weekend of football uh, as far as the pro game goes. Uh, there is a, a little PSA. There is a promo over the next. You know, we're it's a little after two o'clock here on Thursday. For the next, I think right up until kickoff, uh, Price Picks has a promo where as long as Joe Burrow throws for more than half a passing yard on Sunday you hit on that pick. So I'm picking Joe Burrow more than, uh, more than 0.5 passing yards. I think that's the slam dunk of the week, a freebie for you, if you will. And then uh, Brock Purdy and Jalen hurts uh, combining for more than three touchdown passes between them in the NFC championship game. So keep in mind in the NFL this week, uh, be sure to check out that Joe Burrow promo. It's uh, as long as you have a good second pick, that's uh, that's a freebie for you. Is that the? Isn't that only for new subscribers though? It worked for me. Did it? <laughs> okay. Well, there you have it. So then I'd <laughs> like to change count. one. Then I'd like to change my pick, please, to Joe Burrow over a half a passing yard. 
I was about to say I'm adding that on. So I yes, hundred percent, a three deal. Yeah, yeah. So a three way. Add that to my. I know I didn't want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So make sure to uh, check out Prize Picks. Download the Prize Picks app <laughs> or visit PrizePicks.com. Hutch with the GIF. Uh, signing up using the code Wolverine to get an instant 100% bonus up to $100 on your first deposit. So if you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget that's the Prize Picks app and promo code Wolverine. Just a shout out to our producer Hutch, who's, who does a great job and is always bringing up the gifts mm-hmm. uh, when needed. Uh, we appreciate you, Hutch, as always. Um, let's talk some basketball with this game and kind of ties in with uh, CB and I having opposite picks on on Hunter Dickinson. I, I agree with you. I, it's going to be tough in there for him. Um, Zach Eady at 7'4", 305 pounds, is blocking over two shots a game. Uh, he blocks in conference play 9% of opponent shots when he's on the floor. Compare that to Michigan's team number, they're at 11.9. So that's just ridiculous stuff. By Edie, he's playing now almost 32 minutes a game, uh, averaging 21 and 13. So Zach Edie and, and, and Jawan Howard talked so much about him yesterday and, and how big of a challenge this is going to be and how he hopes that Doug McDaniel doesn't end up getting matched up on him at some point because that would be quite the mismatch. Doug McDaniel's listed at 5'11". I think Zach Edie's a pretty legit 7'4". But um, I think Hunter Dickinson, as we've seen the last two meetings against Purdue, uh, where he's hit six three-pointers uh, combined, I think we could see Michigan exploit Edie's lack of mobility on the perimeter a little bit. And it almost reminds you of what basically every other team tries to do to Hunter Dickinson. But now the shoe's on the other foot. He's the more mobile guy. And I think Michigan is going to run a decent amount of pick and pops, uh, pick and short rolls, things like that that we saw last year against Purdue. And that would give Michigan's offense – a chance to stay in this game, even if you don't have Jet Howard. Um, so what, what do you guys think about that? But also Jet Howard's status is a huge storyline as well. What do you think is going to happen I, there? I think Jet's going to play. And I think yeah. uh, when we heard it wasn't as ser- serious as everybody thought, you know, he told his dad he wanted to play. And in fact, Juwan Howard said yesterday, Jet says he's going to play. So I think you trust him as long as you can't get, uh, as long as you can't hurt it more. The one thing with Eating and Dickinson, you can't get in foul trouble if you're Hunter Dickinson, right? You got to play straight up. You got to be careful there. And I'm so sick and tired of these officials letting guys back in like Edie. Okay. That was what uh, Tom Izzo said uh, after. <laughs> so uh, hopefully they, you know what they, they call this game where uh, you know what they, they call it. Hopefully it's a physical game and they let it be physical. So we don't see these guys. I think Edie last year got two fouls before even the first te- the first time out, if I'm not mistaken, when Michigan played Purdue. I think the, the one at Chrysler. Yeah. Right. They had exactly. Travion Williams this year. There's they no did. Travion Williams. So it's a great right. point. Do you do this? Do you bring in Terrace Reed and just have him draw fouls like he does like crazy on everybody? He'll miss some free throws, but if he can get right. one or two on Edie, that would, would that would work out. Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, it would. Um, but you know what? It, it's going to be tough for him to score over him. So uh, Edie does a good job of of playing without fouling most of the time now. Uh, it's amazing how few fouls he picks up because he doesn't have to. You know, he's well coached. Matt Painter's a great coach no matter what anybody says. This guy is uh, knows how to coach. So uh, he, he'll have his guy playing straight up. You know what? Uh, as long as he does that, then I think Edie will be fine. So uh, and you know, Hunter Dickinson's going to have a hard time scoring over him. He can, however, hit that little jump shot, that little mid-range jump shot, and uh, I don't think you're going to see him taking um, take him off the dribble. But um, but it'll be fascinating, and I think it's going to be a great crowd, huge opportunity here, guys. Really, in my opinion, this could be a turning point for the season, one way or the other. Uh, they got to they got to win this game, guys. Um, flat out, they have to get a game like this to bolster the resume if they're going to have any chance to make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, this is desperation time for them. This is like, this should be, Juwan's an NBA guy. This should be like a game seven type of preparation and intensity because again, again, they could they could lose this game and then win, you know, the next six or seven games and then we're having a different conversation. But uh, this is, this is the, this is the potential turning point. Uh, it's similar to when the two teams played last year around this time, a uh, machine was able to find a way to pull off that upset. Something I found interesting uh, when going back and looking at last year's games, uh, in the loss at Purdue, uh, Hunter Dickinson had 28. And then in the win, he had 22. So that's 50 combined points in those two games last year. He has to show up and he has to play the best game that he's played all season because far too often when he's had these type of matchups with, you know, a showdown, you know, there's another elite center on the other end of the floor or the other bench, I should say, um, he hasn't struggled or he has struggled and, and hasn't done enough to help the team win. Uh, something that's interesting when you look at Dickinson versus Edie in general, in those two games last year, no blocks for Zach Edie. So he's a tall guy. I think the move is, is like what Clayton said. I think you do try to pull him away from the basket. And that's where if you're Hunter Dickinson, um, you know, the, the taking those three point shots and taking the, the mid range jumpers when they present themselves, I think that could be huge for them. Uh, we'll see what Jet Howard is. Uh, thank God that Jaden Ivey is in the NBA now because that would be the mismatch of the night is oh. an athletic guy like Jaden Ivey going up against a Jet Howard, especially on a bad foot. But we'll see what happens. Um, it, it is all hands on deck. Uh, they they have to find a way to get this one. Uh, and, and I think it kind of comes down to how their guards play. Doug McDaniel has to play well. Uh, Kobe Bufkin has to play what his you know one of his best games of the year. Um, this big 10 is down this year, but this is the one team where, you know, this is, you know, a final four caliber team. It looks like now Purdue has had problems getting there come March. Uh, a lot of big 10 teams have, um, Michigan hasn't oddly enough, but yeah, this is a, this is a huge one. This is where, again, it doesn't make, if you find a way to win this game, it doesn't make what came before acceptable, but it does kind of signal a turning of the page that, we thought it happened in, in those, like the, the Maryland game at home, the Penn State game at home, that didn't quite happen. So uh, because you haven't won the winnable games, you have to go out and get one you're not expected to win. And tonight is 
as as huge a game as they played all season. Yeah, and you can't change the past either. I mean, you just gotta you gotta look forward uh, and and make this a turning point. Looking at the Zach eating numbers here, pulling up Ken Palm, one point nine fouls committed per forty minutes, which is incredible for a guy that's now playing thirty one minutes a game. So that's you know right there with just over one foul per game, and then he's drawing six point eight per forty minutes, which is one of the top marks in the country. So if you're Hunter Dickinson, you have to stay out of foul trouble too, and you know. When you watch Zach Eady play, he looks so much bigger than even the opposing big guy. Like, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But Hunter Dickinson doesn't look small next to him. He looks smaller than he normally does. But, you know, he could maybe frustrate him a little bit. For as much as Hunter is not a great defender, he's not a good rim protector, he's not good on the perimeter, he is a decent post-up defender. So I think he could stop Zach Eady there. But they got to get on the defensive glass. It's an issue they've dealt with where they kind of get it corrected, it seems like, Michigan. They they you know, box out and rebound well for two games. And then they have a total slippage where then they're getting back out the blocker on the rim, as Doug McDaniel was telling me last week, where the coaches are shooting shots, nothing can go in, and it's all rebounding. Um, You got to just keep that consistently. Purdue, the number one team in the country at offensive rebounding, they rebound 38.9% of their own missed shots. So um, you have to be disciplined there. I do expect that we're going to see at the very least a little bit more of guys like Joey Baker, um, a guy like Will Cheddar, probably the double big lineup with Terrace Reed Jr. in there too. And those guys, you know, if you could be a quote unquote outlier, as uh, John Beeline would say, that would go a long way too. Because even if Jet's out there, I know Anthony throws the stray shot at Jet by throwing the hypothetical if Jaden Ivey was out there, which isn't fair because he won't be out there. There's going to be guys like Fletcher Lawyer. I'm just messing with you. Um, but yeah, like those guys are going to have to step up, um, play some solid defense. It's a young backcourt for Purdue that's held up really well, but it's still a young backcourt like Michigan. So they could make uh, some mistakes. And I, I do think it's going to be a pretty good atmosphere at Chrysler tonight. As much as uh, that, you know, the crowd gets criticized on only almost a, uh, you know, game by game basis. They do show up for some of the bigger ones. Uh, I'll give them that, and I think that that the, they recognize what this is. But uh, any final thoughts on uh, on this game? It's going to be interesting. What do you guys think is going to happen? Do you think Michigan's going to you know make this a turning point, pull it out, get the win? Yeah, I think uh, I think they'll lose, but I think they'll play them tough. And uh, if they do win, I think they'll storm the court against the number one team in the country. And uh, yeah, but I do think I do think I do think that the uh, the student section will be full for the number one team in the country. You know what? Nine o'clock game so i know a lot of people unloading their tickets from coming from across the state weather hasn't been great over here so that's you know nine o'clock starts guys come on nine twelve. that's a little late so anyway late for us too but as clay said it's our our privilege to be able to cover this team and to do this so um so we'll be there with bells on and uh, i just think purdue's got too much and i don't see yeah, I think Michigan can win this game. If they play with the kind of passion that they played with against Maryland, I think they can win this game. So maybe maybe they will. We'll see. I'll complain. Nothing that nothing in the Eastern time zone should ever start after 9 o'clock. That's, there you go. Or 8. I'll, 8 works too. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, they can win this game uh, because we've seen them compete with Virginia and Kentucky and North Carolina, and they've been right there in so many games this year. And I suspect that uh, Jawan and the coaching staff will have those, will have them ready to go. I expect them to be right there, but I just, 
they don't they don't get the benefit of the doubt for me as 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 much as the warm fuzzy feelies of you know that potentially storming the court tonight i haven't seen this basketball team play well enough to win showdown games like this and i'm happy to eat my words if they do and uh again we'll stop short of calling it a must win because in you know no man knows the future um they could lose and it could spur a win streak we'll see what happens but um I just I haven't I haven't seen it yet this year, guys. And until I see them win a game that they're not supposed to, it's really hard for me to pick them, especially against the number one team in the country. So I do think it will be competitive. I think these guys will be ready to go. I think even if they lose, this, this is it's not a lost season yet. There's still a lot to a lot of games left to go. But this feels like the one where you can get a lot of goodwill back and push this thing forward. And I'm excited to be there and watch it. College basketball is kind of a, a fickle sport. Like, I mean, Michigan has looked, you know, they haven't looked great most of the season, you know, and their record reflects that, as you guys have talked about. You know, they are what their record says. But there are times, too, like the Virginia game that you just mentioned, Anthony, where they come out and you're like, where was this team? Uh, they were up, what, nine and a half maybe? Um, you know, so stuff like that can happen. These are young, you know, and a lot of them, you know, on Michigan's roster, closer to 18 than they are 22. Um, you know, so there's a lot of volatility there. Jet Howard, that status uh, is in question. But also we've seen as well in the Big Ten that playing on the road, and this is no surprise, but this year, especially with so much parity in the league, there's so many teams clogged up at, you know, between five and three in the league, five and four, four and five, stuff like that, because teams are winning at home and losing on the road. Even Purdue, uh, I'll rattle off their true road games this year. Florida State, they win by 10, uh, but Florida State's no good this year. Um, they go to Nebraska, go to overtime, win 65-62. Then they win by two at Ohio State. Um, they played at the Palestra against Penn State. They win that game by 13, so kind of a semi-road game. Michigan State, they win by one point there. Tom Izzo still probably complaining about the refs in that game. Uh, and then Minnesota, they blow them out 61-39 in their last road game. So Purdue... And I was talking to Brian Newbert from Golden Black uh, as well, who, who covers Purdue really closely. He's saying there's probably not that much of a difference between six and three and eight and one in the Big Ten right now. But uh, that's just kind of, um, you know, Purdue's been able to eke out a couple of those wins and some other teams haven't. Uh, they are number one in the country, but we'll see exactly what the Big Ten looks like. People are talking about 10-11 bids. I, I don't see that. Um, it, they shouldn't. Let's be honest. Every year no, they get the most bids no. and they flame out in the first couple of rounds. The Big Ten's overrated, and uh, we can flat out say that. Um, and this year they don't, you know what, they aren't even that highly rated in my opinion. They aren't very many good teams, flat out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I My pick is Michigan to lose by seven. But, again, I'm, I'm throwing it out there that this is a winnable game as well. You can win this game, and they might. And I think we may see the, the uh, fans storm the court if they do. But uh, there you have it. Uh, that is going to be our show for today. Make sure to hop on the Wolverine.com, get all of your coverage, not only the game, but all Michigan football, basketball, recruiting content, $29.99 for premium access over there until football season. So uh, take advantage of that deal. It's about 70% off. So go and do that right now. Uh, like the video here. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Join us on our channel there. And uh, we'll see everyone next time.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.